Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. Uh, thank you to uh, all two fans that follow me every week, uh, my mum and my dad. So thanks for listening and watching. <laughs> They're not even on social media. <laughs> so maybe it's just you and I in these studios. You never know. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, great to be here. And gosh, we've made it to episode number 18. I know. Can you so believe exciting. It? Yeah, I'm hoping to get better at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done it a, a time or two. Yeah, us. yeah, but 18 is nothing. I'm just hoping I get better at this eventually because I kind of get nervous because it's live. So, you know, all sorts of things happen. You know, my earpieces fall out or I've forgotten to turn off my phone or my eyes start streaming or, you know, life just happens. And <laughs> as you can see in the background, people will start walking up and down here. So we're here in the Lincoln Center in Dallas, Texas. Um, broadcasting every Wednesday on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. So you can check me out on my YouTube channel, Rachel Gaffney, or on Twitter, Rachel Gaffney, or my Facebook, Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. And then they're all uploaded into podcast form afterwards. So let's get down to it. Um, Last week, we talked about, uh, just really quickly to finish up, we talked about the American Airlines flight. And we were wondering what was going to happen the direct flight from Dallas to Dublin. And it turns out I spoke to Scott Sirianni Uh in American Airlines and he said, um, yes, it's very successful. So that's the the first positive. Secondly, they don't have any news yet on whether it's been extended beyond the end of September. Is it because they need to finish with the season? I I don't know the answer to that, but he Mm. did say to me that um, they plan their uh, routes 330 days out because I said, well, will it be reintroduced again in June? And he said he's no reason to think it won't be, but he doesn't know for sure yet because he's not involved in the planning and the routes or the routes. But um, I'm going to stay on top of that. And uh, I'm flying out with American again tomorrow on the direct (laughs) flight from Dallas to Dublin. So I'm doing my very best to get this direct flight to keep it going. You're giving them enough business, huh? And I'm not going for free in case anybody's wondering thinking oh you're going because you're speaking to American no I'm paying like everybody else so um, I'm heading off there tomorrow and for lots of reasons and one of the things I want to get straight into this week is I want to go back to a topic which is near and dear to my heart and I spoke about it last March around St. Patrick's Day but it needs more time it needs more attention and I'm going to develop more shows around this and it is Irish food of course the thing that everyone likes and everyone wants to know about. I love it. Yes, and real Irish food, um, not just what people think Irish food is about. Um, in Ireland, it has undergone um, the most explosive um, revolution. I think it's the only way I could describe it. It's undergone a huge food revolution. 
um, over the last decade, probably even more, maybe 15 20 years probably now but especially you know it might have been going on in the background for a long time see this is real tv look i can't even see my own <laughs> can't throw my hair but anyway um it has gone through this huge revolution a uh, combination of things the ingredients have always been incredible um on the island of ireland um and then You're giving yourself a, a very interesting uh, hairstyle right now rachel you may want to <laughs> fix it i'm just trying to move it so i can see through my you know my glasses you know my glasses are there so i can read and then the hair ruins it um, but anyway, Ireland has undergone this incredible revolution. So you have the ingredients that are incredible. And then you have very, very talented uh, chefs who've gone abroad, learned different skills, come back. And then you've got, um, they are working in unison with the producers. And that's that perfect marriage. So you have the product, the ingredients, the producers, both food and drink. You've got the people who are uh cooking it and presenting it and then you've got those of us who are consuming it so it is the perfect marriage and um, it's very important to note that the food scene throughout the island of Ireland um, is just uh, unbelievable now the Irish Tourist Board Tourism Ireland it's known as over here in the United States or North America um, in Ireland it's known as Folcha Ireland uh, Folcha is the Irish word for welcome oh okay and um, so Folcha Ireland are in charge of the tourism within Ireland and uh, mainland Europe I think and continental Europe I won't go into the weeds on that but they have embarked um, or started this wonderful marketing campaign and it's called Taste the Island and so today to kick off today's show they launched this wonderful ad advert uh, called Taste the Island and it kicks off on the 6th of September and it runs through till the 30th of November. Now just before we show you this little video, I'm gonna, we're going to show you the, the video of their um, campaign which is lovely. Um, I want to remind you that remember over here in the United States people call it fall, you know the seasons, oh, uh -huh. we call it autumn. So. Um, it's autumn time, so when you see that word, um, so let's, uh, have we got it there, Anna? We'll yep, roll it and let's people it watch it. There you go. That's a brief little um, look at their campaign for Taste the Island. It's rather lovely, that video, actually, isn't it? It just got me. Especially it's lunchtime here in Dallas, so I don't know how everyone else, but I'm here, I'm like, I want to have lunch right now. <laughs> I know. I'm starving, too. I didn't eat before yes. I came in, which is probably probably what's about to come up on the slides behind us now shortly. It's probably not a smart thing to do when, when we're neither one of us have eaten. Maybe so, or smart marketing technique, because you just get all excited about food and like, maybe I definitely should book a trip. So, yeah, yeah. Good idea. So let's go straight down to it. So Tasty Island, like I said, starts um, September the 6th uh, through 30th of November throughout the island of Ireland. Now, we will be putting up a link for everybody in case you want to. You might be in Ireland watching this or listening to this, or you might be or somebody else who might be planning and being in Ireland during that time frame between September, and November. And you'd like to know about the different festivals uh, throughout the country. So we will put the link up for that very detailed, extensive website, which outlines all of the 
the different festivals. Um, just to name but a few, it starts off with, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but it starts off with the Taste of West Cork. But prior to that, I just wanted to tell you just an example of some of them. One of them is called um, uh, Feast, which happens in East Cork. And that one will run for one week. The next one will be Taste of West Cork, then Taste the Coast. And then we also have one called Armagh Food and Cider Festival. So let's just say, for example, you might want to learn how to go foraging for mushrooms. Foraging for mushrooms is the most wonderful experience. Um, it, it's very visceral, very ethereal. You know, you can go through the woods um, and it's not. It's very important to go with a guide because, you know... Yeah, because you want to pick the right mushrooms. Yeah, I know some people might want some magic ones, but <laughs> I don't know. There's some awful results with some of those mushrooms, don't you to think? see some leprechauns. Okay. I know, don't be silly. <laughs> but um, no, so you might want to go foraging for mushrooms. The other thing too that you might want to do is there's some very, very unusual experiences that they're offering uh, besides all the food festivals and things they're talking about. So this is um, the Hook Lighthouse Supper. And this will be, um, it's called a Harvest Supper. Now, can you see that lighthouse and that beautiful table where you can have your dinner? This little, little, this lighthouse actually is in Wexford. It's in the Hook Peninsula in Wexford. So Wexford is on the east coast of Ireland. And it is, just a little fact actually, a Hook um, Lighthouse is the oldest operating lighthouse in the world. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, And then, um, so that's just something that they offer. So the Harvest Supper at Hook Lighthouse, or you can go foraging for mushrooms. Or then um, there's the Armagh Food and Cider Festival. Um, Armagh is somewhere that I visited, you might recall, um, a few months back. Actually, it was in June. And I went to Kalivi Castle and Schlievgolian and everything, and uh, I filmed from there. And while well, I was up in Armagh, so that's Armagh's very famous for their apples, and they have a lot of cider business going on up there mom- at the moment. So uh, the Armagh Food and Cider Festival runs from September the 19th to the 22nd. But again, like I said, I'll put all these festivals, we'll have the link up for anybody who wants to check out all the different food festivals. And their websites are very, very, um, very good. You can see. What's this uh, one now? What Taste of Ireland. What's that one? That's the Taste of Ireland, and that's where they have some information as well about the, f- the festivals. And here is the one, the Feast Cork you were Okay, so that's about. the Feast Festival. And um, I want to mention this one. Um, Feast, um, lovely friend, uh, Chef Kevin O'Hearn. Kevin, if you might recall, I met with Kevin in Sage, the restaurant in Middleton in East Cork. I was over there a few weeks ago. And I chatted with um, Kevin. Do you remember his philosophy is everything was within a 12-mile radius? Yes. Um, and his producers. And he has all of his food producers up on the walls and everything. So you can see it up there in the top right-hand corner next to Cully and Sully, uh, sponsored by Castle Marta Resort. So that would be the whole... So Cork as a county is divided up into east and west. So you've got the East Cork Food Festival and you've got the West Cork Food Festival. So Cork is... Look, I'm from Cork and I love it and everything. So it's not just because I'm from there, but Cork would really be... Can I call it the food capital of Ireland? I'm probably <laughs> going to get absolutely mauled by people on social yeah, media. Drop, a, drop your thoughts on the comment section below. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> Maybe don't. <laughs> Look, the entire island is 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 on fire. Um, I have to say something wonderful about Cork. You know me, I'm all. Of course. I'm, I'm pure Cork. Hashtag pure Cork. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rebel County. Hence, I'm wearing my red because it's red for the Rebel County for Cork. Um, 
but feast starts um, next week um, and I'm going to be there so I'm going to go by and see what I can see next week I'll send some photos follow me on social media maybe, so I'm maybe flying out from there pardon will you maybe do a live from there um, I'll do a Facebook Live. Maybe I could do that myself. I'll just pick up my phone and do a few things and show some videos and show some events that are going on. And um, more importantly, to show people some products and places they can stay, um, uh, places they can go eat and share links again, of course, as usual. So that's Feast in, in East Cork. And I will check out Kevin Ahern and I uh, won't well, be checking him out, but I'll check out Sage in in Middleton and the different events that are going on around then. So I'm looking forward to that. But I leave tomorrow. And then I will be going to uh, visit eventually. I'm um, taking some vacation time, actually personal time to see some family. And then on the uh, 6th of September, I start my, my culinary tour where people are coming with me. And we're going for a week around Ireland. And one of the things that we're going to take in while we're there is we will be in Ballymaloe House in Cooking School. And Ballymaloe House and Cookery School in um, East Cork it's a beautiful old house with the ivy clad. Oh, there it is. Uh, Ballymaloe House, uh, for people in Ireland, or even some people over here will know the very famous Allen family. So you've got Doreena Allen, it was actually Myrtle Allen, then Doreena Allen, and now Rachel Allen. They also have Ballymaloe Relish, um, and then they have the cooking school. But it's a famous country house and gardens. Um, and so my group and I will be visiting there, staying there, having dinner there. So it, that will be quite the culinary experience, let me tell you. These are their gardens, so they're, they're old wool gardens. And then they grow everything and cook what, with whatever they can from here. So it's quite spectacular. It's very sustainable as well. And that's East, East Cork. That's Ballycotton. That's the lighthouse over there. So Ballycotton is famous for its seafood um, in East Cork. So that will also be part of the uh, food festival uh, feast, F-E-A-S-T. But when we finish there, we're heading across to Clonakilty and we're going to stay in Dunmore House um, and we're going to take in the food festival uh, Taste of West Cork. Now, that's quite a big food festival. Um, the map is up for you now, so I want you to see how much of the county it takes in. That's, um, that's insane. Mm. How, what, uh, would you be able to tell us roughly from, let's say, from Cork City all the way to... Castletownbury. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that that festival runs from September the 6th to the 15th. So it's a long festival and it actually takes in 50 towns and villages. Oh my goodness, that's so a whole a whole event. It's wonderful. Um, they have done an incredible job. And a little factoid, a taste of us cork. Do you see the fuchsia, the flower? That's really very iconic. Um, your fuchsia grows wild all over Ireland, but you know you're in West Cork when you see fuchsia because it is all over the hedgerows. And so that's their little um, logo is the, the fuchsia. But it takes in 50 towns and villages and eight islands. So the little islands off the coast you can do everything from uh, bread making to hill walking. And what this is doing is it's not just the food festivals and it's not just the um, food stalls. Um, and obviously, of course, there are cooking classes and there's foraging and there's seafood and there's they'll also involve literary and um, artists. Um, but they're really going to celebrate different cuisines as well. So they are going to celebrate French, Mediterranean, Spanish, Turkish, Syrian, Swedish and Indian cuisines. They've also partnered with um, some people in Australia and they're bringing over um, some very special chefs from Australia and they are Aborigine. 
So they will be teaching their food and their culture to people in Ireland. And this is what I love is this symbiotic relationship. So whilst we're talking about Irish food and I'm, I love talking about it, you know, Irish people are also learning about other people's foods. And what that does is, you know, it fuses the cuisines and then we get ideas from each other. And that's what's making food um, in Ireland so incredibly wonderful because we like I said you know it's like shopping in a pantry if you're a chef in Ireland the country is one giant the country's one giant pantry and um, the ingredients that we have available to us are unbelievable there's just a plethora of uh, choices and um, then you merge and you introduce some other cultures and cooking methods and spices and you just have uh, an incredible food scene and I'd love to hear from people especially on social media if they've been to Ireland and especially if they'd never been before and they had a preconceived idea of what f- Irish food might have been like and now that they visited now they know um, they know differently so um, that's my hope anyway um, things that you can do will be learning how to do um, uh, salting and smoke curing you know fishes and meats yes. and all of that which is a very traditional form um, one of the other things too in Ireland that um, is widely available are there are a variety of cheeses our farmhouse cheeses and everything and we have a wonderful um, that was at a market in Skull in West Cork I took that photograph but there is a wonderful cheesemongers in Ireland called Sheridan's and Sheridan's cheesemongers um, I took that photograph now that's actually inside a grocery store look at that cheese counter that's inside of a store called Dunn Stores in Bishopstown in Cork and in their food emporium so they've got the regular grocery store like we'd go to here you know like Tom Thumb or Kroger or wherever it is um, so this is the grocery store Dunn Stores and then there are little emporiums within the grocery store. So that one is Sheridan's Cheesemongers and they have their own brands of cheeses. And then they are also uh, curators for all of the cheeses from all over Ireland and indeed other parts of the world. And their sampling is incredible. I just ate my way through. Um, (laughs) That one was just delicious. I bought a load of that. And then um, there was a butcher's in the back. And the butcher's is James Whelan's butcher's. Now, you can't really see very well but if you hold that photo up for a moment because I was behind the glass so I was at the butcher's counter selecting my meats but alongside the butcher's counter you then have the glass and you see the guys in behind working now I know we see them in grocery stores here just you know cutting up meat and everything and you think what's so special well this this butcher's James Whelan butcher's um he's since passed away but it's his son that runs it called Pat Whelan and he's from Tipperary and they have all of their own herds so they slaughter all their own meats as well so you're talking about true provenance you know you know it's it's what they call traceability so the the meat that goes on your plate you know where that came from down to the number of cow which is hugely important so everything in the background there um so they have these beautiful butcher uh shops throughout the country now um in different dunn stores and avoca stores throughout the country uh the picture that i showed you there a while ago of the meat maybe we could go back to that one again um do you see there's uh, the the packet of meat do you see that little a uh, little beef up the flavor that little round white circular yes. thing award-winning beef dripping beef Drip. dripping what is this that is the best thing you will ever have in your entire life <laughs> if you haven't had this before you died then you've missed out and if you haven't got it on your bucket list then you've missed out 
So he came up with this idea to collect the beef dripping. So in England and Ireland, we have an awful lot of um, Sunday roasts. I'm going to make people hungry here. We get the delicious roast beef, roast pork, you know, with the crackling on it, um, roast lamb. So and then we have roast potatoes and veggies. So that's our typical Sunday roast. And the roast potatoes, when they're done really, really well, where they're crispy on the outside and floury on the inside, the way to do that is to use, you have to have, um, you can't use oils or olive oil and stuff, that'll make them soggy. Um, but he uses this beef dripping and it's, it's Ed Award winning and that is actually stocked on the shelves in Harrods. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. Harrods, the very fancy. Um, yes, Harrods in London. Yes. And their food emporium and it keeps winning this taste awards and I smuggled some back with me. I mean, I, <laughs> I had some and it was delicious. So that's inside a Dunn store. So you have Sheridan's Cheesemongers, you had uh, Pat Whelan or James Whelan the Butchers, and then you want some fish. And, you know, the, the variety, that's the English market in Cork, which is in Cork City. Um, it's a, one of the oldest markets in Europe. Um, and all the vendors are in there with their products from fish and cheese and meat. But these, the variety of seafood in Ireland, you know, I mean, we're an island. That was uh, when I was in Lanans, um in County Clare. In Ballyvaughan County Clare that was just one of their seafood platters and everything was from outside you know you'd salmon and shrimp or we call them prawns uh, you can see I had some cockles and mussels there some onions and uh, seafood sauces and fresh lemons and happy as can be I mean what a delicious meal yes that looks amazing and tell us a little more about this this one was another meal that I had in I think that was brill uh, fish it was new potatoes and um, obviously some seafood, some little, um, and some leeks, some they did toasted or uh, charred leeks with it, and uh, the seafood. So Can't how, for instance, if someone wanted to um, have a meal like, like this, how, how much are we talking about price range? Oh gosh, they run all over the place. I know that sounds very empty, but it is very reasonable, I think, to eat in Ireland. Um, a very reasonably priced, um, I would think that you could go to, I, no, so I would think, I know that you can go to a, a local pub or a small family restaurant, which is what most of these places are, um, and they will source everything from locally or within, if it's not a 12 mile radius, it might be a 50 mile radius or within the county or, you know, where possible they will do that now. And it's, it's cheaper than eating here in my mind sometimes. Right. You know, it's much less expensive. So um, that's kind of like a, an inside look into what you can do um, in Ireland at the moment and the explosive food scene. And I can't forget that, you know, the drinks, uh, the drink scene is huge, too, with all the different distilleries. And I am working on something on distilleries for the fall. So I won't talk about all that now. But, you know, gin is off the charts in ireland that's amazing um i still have a video here of fish that i don't know if you want to play it's only a few seconds yeah oh, so that's that. the fishmongers in the store so i was buying my fish and you can see as you freeze it there organic salmon fillets that's amazing and i i bought some of those and that fishmongers was um k Oh gosh, somebody's going to tell me now on social media. I've gone dead. K O'Donnell, isn't that what yes. it says on the on the tag? I oh can great, because I can't read. It I is. It's K O'Donnell, the fishmongers in the English market. 
um, and that's that very famous photo of um, her son Pat now runs it and he is it's that famous photo with the Queen where she was laughing uh, with him <laughs> and she went to visit that his fish stall in the English market so they have a fish stall in different stores now as well um, these are just some photos of what Irish food looks like I mean that was you know when you go into a, a, somewhere and you ask for a sandwich or something mm-hmm. okay so I wanted some cheese and toast and look at how it came this is a cheese and toast yeah are you serious that's a croque monsieur and it was <gasps> a local um, buffalo mozzarella and some charred pears there's some uh, walnuts and some uh, walnuts with a local fresh honey drizzle <gasps> looks amazing Rachel it you know but it is amazing and what I love about the simplicity of this is it's not a huge portion right I had some gluten-free toast that's why you know the bread options don't look so good because I don't I can't eat gluten anymore but you know I had that gluten-free toast I had that um, buffalo mozzarella um, those walnuts and pecans I think were on there some local honey drizzles and the charred local pears and you know I'm full after it it's plenty and that might have cost me about I think it was six euro Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's so cheap. You know, which is what, about $7? Seven dollars and something, something dollars. $8, yeah. you know? And then I had a glass of Ballygown sparkling water and a nice coffee or whatever. So, But coffee in Ireland is so great because the milk is so good. It's so creamy and tastes um, so wonderful. So uh, that's just another example of the type of food. I don't know if I have any more food, food photos no, that I've taken. I have so many, but I don't want to kind of bore people to death with food photos. Or just, uh, you know, be kind of... Uh, dripping drooling with a good good food that you that you see and then the jams and jellies in ireland so there's jams jellies and chutneys they're just um you'll get those everywhere as well um now the next thing of course is uh buying irish food you can buy some irish food online um good food uh foodireland.com is one of the uh, companies that sell irish food online now most people know it for you know tato crisps and barry's tea bags and things that they missed from home and they want to get stuff like that so we all know about those but now more and more they're bringing in some Irish ingredients which I'm really thrilled about um, and when it comes to wanting to eat out in different places around Ireland um, if you remember I write for Georgina Campbell I do a monthly column and I have showed this book to people before and it's called uh, Georgina Campbell's Ireland the best of the best now I haven't actually written for this book so um, there's nothing in this for me but you recommend but I right? do recommend it and the reason I recommend it, see, it just shows this is an independent guide so you don't pay to be in this book um but it goes through um where you want the very best places to eat drink and stay uh county by county so they're all outlined in here so if you're interested in getting a copy of this it's available on my website online if you'd like to to get a copy of this and it includes shipping as well for you tax and shipping but that's a great little guide on where to eat and stay in ireland and it's important to know that it's an independent guide because they are independently reviewed um with no hidden agenda just to bring you the places that really are good Yes, I'm sorry, I was a little bit silent because I was just posting the uh, Feast Cork uh, link up on the comment section below. And do, do we did post the link, didn't we, for uh, people who want to know about the Taste the Island campaign? Uh, y- not yet, but it will be done in a second. Um, so I will post a few links on my Twitter page on Rachel Gaffney. So it's just at Rachel Gaffney on Twitter. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tag and share a few links to some food festivals and to some people that you can follow um, uh, online if you're really interested in Irish food and drink and the, um, the current scene in Ireland. 
So my hope is that when you go to Ireland that you will have a wonderful time there and that you will really enjoy the food and drink. And I'd love to hear your experiences. And also, if you have any photographs that you take of your food in Ireland or any unusual drink that you have, uh, share it with us. We'd love to share that with you. So uh, as I'm leaving for Ireland and I'm going to be working as well a lot while I'm over there, I'll do as many Facebook um, social media posts as I can, but we won't be doing from the studio until September the 25th. But we will be back in the studio on September the 25th. But um, until then, um, thanks everybody and see you next time. Bye y'all.